Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. If you desire to make your life extraordinary, to reach and exceed your personal and professional goals, and to learn from other strong leaders, then the Boss Lady Podcast is for you. As a mother, wife, and former CEO, I will share lessons and stories of personal and professional successes and failures. Join my co-host, Al Smith, and me as we break down strategies, tools, and techniques that will enhance your professional and personal growth. I am Teresa Rand, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. This is Al Smith with Teresa Rand of Teresa Rand Consulting and the leader of the Boss Lady Community and a star on Fishbowl. Fishbowl. <laughs> How you doing? Like what fishbowl, like a goldfish bowl. Yeah. Right? This I think I said that the other day and somebody didn't understand my southern yes. dialect. So we have we have <laughs> thanks to you, we have stumbled into a, a great opportunity. We have. So we want to share it. Yeah, so our next couple of episodes are actually going to be episodes that Al and I did together on this new platform. I don't know how old it is, but it's it's new. It's a startup company, actually. I mean, every yes. person I've talked to from there is like 30, yeah. <laughs> maybe 35. But um, <laughs> it's called Fishbowl, and it is a voice-only networking opportunity mm-hmm. is what media. I would call yeah. it. Yep, social media. You download the app. Right. Well, started by LinkedIn. It has a connection to LinkedIn. I haven't quite figured it out, but think in terms of business. Yeah, not, yeah. Not, it's very not. professional. Yeah. So what they do when you fill out your, you download the app Fishbowl and you fill out your profile, you get to pick and choose the topics you are interested in. Yes. And it's all professional. It's all, I was actually looking up, it says, join others in your industry and company to get helpful Pop up helpful advice from colleagues and coworkers. So all day I'm getting not all day, but several times a day questions or texts. Mm -hmm. Somebody like somebody just asked a question. I just found out my male coworker is making more than me. Any advice? And then all of a sudden you got all kind of answers Mm -hmm. coming through and responses. And I just I got that one because I obviously one of the topics I'm interested in is women's issues. But it's not just that. I get them throughout the day. And so I don't know how they found me. Actually, I think from the podcast probably. But they, uh, I had a meeting with them, a Zoom meeting, and then did an episode by myself. And then um, actually not by myself. I had someone else do it with me that I interviewed. Uh-huh. And then That's what right. they do is they gauge how many people sign on to listen, which is anywhere from 600 to 900 for the ones that we've done. And then they tell you how long they stay connected. Yeah. And the ones that you're going to hear tonight, or tonight and, and next week, that Al and I have done is mentoring. Both of them are on mentoring, but very different takes on mentoring, how to find a member, how to be a mentor, how to be a good mentee. I completely forgot where I was going with that conversation. Oh, but they gauge how long they stay right. on. And we've had some pretty good success by saying well, they're so happy myself. with us yeah, yeah so they renewed our contract have they asked us to do another one yeah we go from zero to double zero for our, our compensation but i do notice that my podcast views go, or listens my linkedin views yeah. go up and then i've connected people with other people because they have such yeah. great questions uh, so if you haven't already download fishbowl I'm not getting paid to advertise them, but we're having fun yeah. on it. We've done two, and Bobby has the recordings, and he's going to work yeah, his so magic, Yeah, so we right? would uh, share that with you. So listen to this episode this week, and then next week we'll play uh, yeah. the second one of those. Yeah. And then full disclosure, we're doing it this week and next week because our Women's Leadership Conference yes. and Retreat uh, literally is this week as this episode airs. and. Uh, I needed to take a deep breath to right. do one more thing. And then two days after the conference and retreat, I am going on vacation with my husband. Yes. So we Much got a deserved and needed. break and we fill, we're going to fill it in with the fishbowl episodes. So listen to it and give me your feedback. Let me know what you think. Happy fishing. All right. Happy fishing. <laughs>
Whether you're an entrepreneur climbing the corporate ladder or a work-from-home parent, you are a boss. Together, we are cultivating your personal and professional growth. Check out TeresaRanConsulting.com today to find out more about this movement. So welcome to everybody that's here today to talk about mentors or mentees or what I like to call them is our personal board of directors. Uh, I'm Teresa Rand and I am the founder and CEO of the Boss Lady Community and the Boss Lady Podcast. And my co-host is Al Smith and I'll let Al introduce himself. So Al, take it away. Yeah, I am uh, fortunate to be your uh, co-host of the <laughs> Boss Lady podcast and had a long career in, well, I should say a long career, about eight years in uh, morning radio in Daytona Beach, Florida, which is kind of like dog years. It's, it adds up to a lot more than six getting up that early. So I um, have a passion for that. And I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've done run several uh, businesses, successful, most of them successful most of the time. And uh, very, very passionate about entrepreneurship and and um, and business. And, uh, so I look forward to getting involved. It's uh, you know through I look back through my life and uh, you know the amount of mentors I've been able to to have is just I was thinking about that preparing for this. It's just um, been very blessed and fortunate to have had some great people come along the way that's really have really helped shape not only my business life but my personal life and. Uh, now I I go tell Teresa earlier it's like I'm moving from uh, seeking mentor mentors to being the mentor. So yeah, I call it words of wisdom, Al. We're all yeah, about to have wisdom. wisdom. <laughs> and <laughs> but the scars you know, to prove them. Al, yeah. you and I have talked, and first of all, I consider you a mentor of mine because when I started the Boss Lady podcast, it was just an idea, and it was during COVID. And uh, reached out to Al. Al's a longtime family friend, full disclosure, a college buddy of my husband's. But I reached out to him with this idea, and he was like, let's do it. And I was like, but I'm really scared. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, and one of the things I always say is I'm, I am a feminist, but that does not mean I don't like men, which is why the Boss Lady podcast intentionally has a male co-host, because we need everybody at the table, not just women, not just people of color, not just white men. We all need to be at the table. And the reality is, in order to do that, we need mentors, and I've had so many throughout my career, again, in thinking about tonight's call, I went through kind of a list of people that have helped me and lifted me up. And Al, I know you said the same thing, that you've had different mentors throughout your life. And now we're at a point where we're mentoring younger people, which is keeps me young. I don't know about, what about you, Al? I adore working with younger people, younger That's, being yeah. like 40s. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I, I think uh, before we got on the call, you know, we were talking about it too. It's sometimes maybe the opportunities aren't what they used to be. Um, I know uh, when I was coming up in the business world, I, I was part of the Rotary Club and a couple other civic organizations. And, and um, you know, I know the membership of those are, while very, still very uh, viable and alive, they certainly have gone down. So I, I would encourage people. Right off the get-go is, you know, find a, a service club that speaks to you or you like. And it's amazing while you're helping others or you're involved in something to a greater cause, you will come across people that you will automatically be attracted to and want to, you know, want to learn from. And, and they're usually in those type situations, those people, you know, are more than willing to, to help out someone younger. Yeah, and I think you're right, Al. I've never gone to someone and asked for advice or I want to pick your brain or I need some help um, that hasn't said yes. People are so willing to share. So I know a lot of times companies try to match you with a mentor, and that doesn't always work. When you're looking for a mentor, um, you really need somebody you connect with. And a lot of times I've found that the people that I looked to weren't necessarily in my industry, but they helped me tremendously with leadership skills or trying to balance, you know, being a working mom with three children, trying to balance a good boss or a bad boss or whatever the case may be. 
so I, I think it's important to know that mentors sometimes can just happen, but yeah. and you need to be open to that. But it's also okay to ask someone to be your advisor or to help you through a situation. And Al, I don't know. And it, first of all, let me say if anybody has questions or wants to chime in, has a great um, story about you know a mentor relationship that you've had, please feel free to jump in. Just hit that info that uh, link that says participate, and we will open it up and answer any questions as opposed to just talking to you. Um, I am a retired CEO. And Al is in the radio business and is on lots of businesses himself, is now an event specialist. And we do this Boss Lady podcast together. And it really is about educating each other. That, that's really what a mentor does. Al, when you talk about, you know, or when you think about mentors in your life, you know, did you seek them out or were you just open and you found them? Good question. I, I think to the first mentor I had, which goes all the way back to high school, and uh, you wouldn't know by looking at me now, but I, I lifted weights in high school, and I was a real scrawny little kid, and I was they were they needed somebody in the lowest weight class, so they pulled me in, and then they brought a coach in from from outside who who then coached me, and I, I lifted all the way through competitively through high high school and college, and then. Uh, that person went on to be a coach two Olympic teams. In fact, he's working for NBC right now in the Olympics. So, and that that's a kind of unique relationship. I bring it up because it's one of those relationships that went from being very much a mentor coach to now um, a friend. And and so that's what can happen in those situations. But I think I know Teresa. You've also talked about there's other mentors where you just have for a season of your life or for spe- special project you're on always important to seek somebody who has more knowledge than you or who's been there before. It's just invaluable, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely it is. And I think it's important, at least I believe it's important, that if you choose a mentor early on in your career, that doesn't have to stay your mentor forever. There are times that you for lack of better terminology, outgrow your mentor and you need to find somebody else to take you to the next level. And that's okay. You tactfully and politely, you know, leave that relationship and you start a new one because it's okay to change. You 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 become different. You have different experiences. You may change careers. You may change industries. Your life situation may change. So, you know, you don't pick a mentor, at, you know, right out of college and in your first job and that's your mentor forever. It can be, but that's often not the case. Um, I want to jump on something you said a a minute ago, which is uh, a lot of times we feel like somebody needs to be in the same industry as us. And and I think that's an important thing because that's not always necessarily true. And in fact, a lot of times when you seek mentors within your industry, uh, that might not go so well because they see it, they might see it as competition or, or, or sharing things that they may not want to share. And while, those kind of relationships seem to naturally happen. I think, like you said a minute ago, it's, sometimes they get forced and, and they don't be as productive. And the thing about business, talking about business, really the blocking and tackling the basics of business is, business is really a lot of times the same. So seeking a mentor not in your direct industry isn't as far-fetched as you might think. And in some ways, can can be more productive and have more longevity to it than than just sticking within that field that you're in. Absolutely. So, if you're just joining us, I'm Teresa Rand, and joining me is Al Smith. Uh, together, we run the Boss Lady Podcast, and uh, I'm the founder and CEO of the Boss Lady Community and Teresa Rand Consulting. I do a lot of executive level coaching with companies and individuals. And Al, I'll let you tell the group a little bit about you for those that are just joining us. Yeah, I've got a company called Al Smith Productions. I do I do a lot of uh, local events here in the Daytona Beach, Florida area and also have, have a business coaching uh, business that I run that helps um, uh, businesses with marketing particularly. I, I've, I have found over the years uh, through my own hard, hard experiences that... <laughs> Most small businesses really do not understand 
uh, how marketing works and how to market their business. They might be 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 good at doing the thing they do, you know, whatever the widget they're building or or, or selling or service that they have, but they really don't understand how to grow their business, the effective way of marketing. So that's something I've, I've been real passionate about. And I've had some amazing mentors along the way. And Teresa, I want to talk to you about, jump into the whole idea of of paid versus yeah. uh, uh, not paid. And you and I both have had experience. As we just mentioned we both have coached other people. But we have both have spent a considerable amount of money, time, and effort <laughs> <laughs> uh, hiring coaches. And, yep. And uh, I found that to be a very productive way. And I'll say, before you jump in, I'll just say that one of the great things about those relationships is they, they can buy you a lot of time and hold you accountable in ways that, that you otherwise won't be able to do. So I, I have seeked out those relationships throughout my business career, and I know you have too. Yeah, same here. When I was leaving corporate America after 30 years of, of being in one industry, I hired a coach because I knew I needed someone that could help guide me into this world of entrepreneurship. And it was the best money I ever spent. And then back to my point, I didn't necessarily outgrow that coach, but I, I gained the knowledge I needed from her. And then I needed to get busy implementing. So then I started implementing and then I realized, okay, there's still things I don't know. So I hired another coach. So there is a difference between hiring a coach and have a paid person and having a mentor. And, you know, part of the purpose of a paid coach, different, um, well, not even different from a mentor, you need to make sure the person or people you're surrounding yourself with are not necessarily your friends. They may become your friends, but these aren't people that you just vent to and they say, oh, yes, you're right. These are people that say, mm, you might not be right. Mm, you may need to think about this a different way as opposed to someone that always agrees with you. Because then, quite frankly, you're not growing when you do that. Um, I call it our per my personal board of directors. I have four or five people that I always surround myself with, and they've changed throughout the years depending on what I'm doing. But if everybody always agrees with me, whether it's a mentor or a personal board of directors or, quite frankly, a paid coach, I'm not growing. What about you, Al? Have you yeah. had people that said, that's not a good idea, Al? What are you thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and the problem with that and from that kind of a criticism or, or input or uh, coming from somebody that's already in your life, somebody, a spouse, are a sibling or are a relative of any kind is you're already emotionally attached with those people and and whether you think you do or you don't um you, you know there's always an emotional element to that uh, of you trying to please that person whether you're conscious of it or not and so you you that's not well well you need all that as well a real mentor is somebody that's, in my opinion, in business is like you need somebody that's going to, that has the knowledge. So what are they saying? Because you've all had those people that try to tell you how to run your business or do your job, right. you know, and you're like, you roll your eyes because you don't, you know, the beginning notion of what I do all day. All right. Uh, right. So you, you have to avoid that kind of, because we have so much information coming at us. We just, to find somebody who, who will listen more than anything, Right. A good mentor yeah. is is somebody that will listen, and both the listening goes both ways, right? You got to listen; they got to listen to you, and then you got to listen to what they have to say. And uh, I think that mentor relationship is one that doesn't get as emotional and, and doesn't get you all twisted and you know thinking what do they really mean or how's that going to affect dinner plans right. next week, you know? So. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I found that a good mentor is someone that doesn't necessarily tell me what they think I should do. They ask me questions because what I've found is that the answer, I usually have the answer, even if, if someone is mentoring me or if I'm mentoring someone else, they know what they need to do. They just don't know what questions to ask themselves. And that's what I find important is for people to say, have you thought about this? Have you looked at it in this way? What about this perspective? You know, because then your brain starts 
twirling and, and uh, you just think in a different way. You don't want to find, I shouldn't say you don't want to, but I advise you to find a mentor that is not totally opposite of you. You have to have an attraction and a, a relationship and a, and a genuine admiration, but it's not someone that's just, you give them a problem and they solve it. That's not, that's what your mom or dad are for. <laughs> right, right. They're good about telling us what we should do. This is somebody asking us questions. So, I'm so glad you said that because the power isn't the power of knowledge is in is is the question you ask, not the answers you give, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's why this conversation is always fascinating. You know, being in the workforce for over thirty years, there's two topics that never go away, and one is work life balance, and one is mentors, and. Um, because we're all seeking, how can we make ourselves better? How can we manage this thing called life, which is career and family? And who's already been there? Who's in a seat of power? Uh, I always recommend this great book by two gentlemen that have been on our podcast, Al. Brad Smith uh, yeah. is the co-author of a book called Good Guys and Athena Rising. They're two books. Um and they talk about how to find the right mentor and how to be the right mentor. Because the reality, if you're growing in your career, you probably want someone that's already been there and done that or someone that can give you a hand up. You know, when you're reaching out to grow in your career, you, you want somebody that has a proven track record, quite frankly. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um that's that's all and 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 if you're seeking work-life balance you know you probably don't want to ask the guy that's you know uh working 100 hours a week and yeah yeah struggling with the rest of his life i mean it's uh seek out people who, who have succeeded in those things yeah and the other way you find mentors out you and i chatted about this earlier today when we were talking is putting yourself in the right places yes and you mostly talked about that, Al, so I, I won't steal that comment, but you want to focus on that a little bit? How do you know yeah. where to find these people? Well, I, I would say, uh, I said a few minutes ago, it's like service. If you get in a service club of some kind or get involved, um, you know, something that's for the greater good of your community or your company or something that's maybe not necessarily right there at work, right? So that... Uh, there's there's people who seek knowledge. There's people who there's just seekers, right? And, and I assume most people listening to this call are seekers. They're they're seeking information. There's a lot of people that think they already know it all. And they don't, you know, we don't want to bother with those people. But right, if you're seeking knowledge, um, you know, and you'll you'll find like-minded people who who are seeking, and, and maybe they're a step ahead of you, a few years ahead of you. You know, those are the kinds of people, and they don't always have to be, you know, the most successful uh, uh, people that you know. They don't have to be the richest people, you know, or, but but they have to be seekers, be willing to give back, and, and have had some level of success, of course. But you know, seeking people who um, are out there uh, searching for more answers and don't think they know it all. And that's, that's a lot of what I see. A lot of times I just turn off, right? You find somebody that's, they just snap at you or tell you a few things. That's not the kind of person that, that you want to surround yourself with as you move forward. Um, so I think just getting out. And then, uh, the other side of that is, is, is finding mentors. You know, one of the, um, changing things that changed, my life and how I saw business was I seeked out, I was running a restaurant uh, in a downtown and they called it a redevelopment area. And I knew, right, I found out pretty quick redevelopment. Not a lot of people were going to come down there for dinner. So you better find some ways to get people down there. Uh -huh. And I got into a, I, I signed up with a restaurant group, uh, how to market. It was, a, it was an international group. So uh, it's it just amazing how that changed. The, the, the leader of that group um, changed the way I did my business, and it changed my restaurant from losing a fair amount of money to making a fair amount of money in a relatively short period. And, and the ability to lean on others 
who were going through the same thing. Uh, and then here's the funny thing is the guy that ran that group, his name was Rory Fat. So go figure, a restaurant group with a guy named Fat. <laughs> but, but, uh, but he had never been in the restaurant business. Mm. But he had taken the marketing principles of a guy named Dan Kennedy. If you don't listen to anything else I say tonight, go find out who Dan Kennedy is, a marketing guru um, whose teachings I've followed all these. Well, Roy just had taken that and applied it to the restaurant business. So we talked really about saving time. So it was, we were able to save time by not having to take those uh, principles and philosophies and applying it to the restaurant business. This guy, Rory, did it for us. And so the... Uh, the ability to to really change my business in, in less than a year by joining that group and having a few mentors in that uh, was huge. So that, I certainly paid a lot of money for that, but uh, you know, if you look at the what I got back, it was it was money well spent and probably saved you know business from going under to to, to being very successful. So um, I think it's being a seeker, you know, Teresa. I think that's a lot of it is being being out there looking and. And serendipity comes into play, doesn't it? It's like, yeah, uh, absolutely. It's funny how people will come into your life. Uh, um, and I think that's in some ways how you and I uh, got together to do your podcast. It was somewhat serendipitous. Um, yeah. Uh, certainly your husband and I are very good friends, but I know you're looking to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, But just the seeking, right? You were seeking that and, and, and at the same time. So I, I think... Uh, when you're seeking, those things tend to, you know, what, what's so, you, you say this a lot, right? It's the, when, when, when the, when the student is ready, the teacher yeah. will appear. Yeah, and there's so much truth to that. It's an old saying, but it's really true. You, you have to be open. You have to put yourself in those places because if you isolate yourself, you're never going to find a mentor. Or if you already think you know everything, um, good luck to you. <laughs> Yeah. At some point, if you haven't already, you're going to realize you don't know everything uh, and you, you need the advice and the help from other people. And that changes, like we said at the beginning, you know, where I am today is not where I was 15 years ago, 10 years ago, heck, even five years ago. So I'm looking for different type of people to help guide me. And that's OK. That's OK. It doesn't have to be this formal you're my mentor and I'm your mentee. Um, but having said that, if you do have a relationship with someone, how you respond as a mentee is also important. Because if you're taking advice from whether it's older, wiser, more successful, whatever, and you don't really follow through or, as Al said, listen well, you know, that can come back to bite you. You have to be, in, in my industry, I call it coachable. You have to be coachable. It doesn't mean you have to do everything somebody tells you to do or take all the advice. There's this little thing I call your gut. And your gut, in my opinion, is always the first thing you listen to. Just what feels right. But you have to be coachable and open to listening to how other people have got to where you might want to go. Hey, Chase, this might be a good time to see if anybody would like to jump in. Yeah. If anybody has any uh, comments or, or uh, maybe how you find a mentor or a question to us. Yeah, this is my second fishbowl, and there's always these awkward pauses. So somebody surely has a question, or not even a question. Tell us your own story. We want to learn, too. So we really encourage you to just hit that button and, and chat, and let's let's share each other's story. So we're going to take a second and just pause. Usually if one person speaks up, the floodgates open. Okay, we're still waiting on that one person. Somebody's thinking about something they need to say. Yes. But, but let's um. So so Teresa, I want to talk a little more about how the um. Hey Al. Somebody, oh, there we go. Okay. Yep. yep. There we go. Get oh, Alexandra, go ahead. Alexandra, sorry.
Alexandra, can you hear us? Hi, can you hear us? Can yes, hear we can. We can hear you. Okay. So my question is the age difference. Does it matter if someone is like way older than you? I am 29, but what if I have a mentor that is 20, 30 years older? Is it better to have someone with that older perspective or is it better to have someone closer to your age? Wow. Al, I'll take that first and then you, okay. you want to jump in. Um, I actually have a, a it's, it's a client, it's a coaching client that I met with today who's in her early 30s and I'm 60 or I will be in a month. And we just, we had two complimentary calls. We connected. We have the same kind of ambition, the same kind of issues she's going through that I've been through. And we're working together really, really well. I've had some people my age that I don't connect with. So in my opinion, it's not the age difference. It's what you're looking for, Alexandra. Can that person offer what you're looking for? And sometimes it's a couple of meetings to figure that out. And, and it's okay if it doesn't work, but I really don't believe that it's an age thing. I can tell you, I learned the average age in my boss lady community is around 40, so 20 years difference. And I learn as much from them, believe me, as they do from me. Um, so in my opinion, the age does not matter. It's more about the connection. Al, what do you think? Thank you, Alexander. No, I totally agree. And I was wondering, is, 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 is the age, what concerns you about the age difference? Is it, um, see, I would be concerned if it had anything to do with technology. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's more, it's more yeah. that, yeah, you would get a perspective from someone that is maybe more resistant to change or like maybe, mm -hmm. you know, I guess I'm a millennial, so maybe, I have this other perspective that just comes with like someone, you know, like a different generation. So that's sort of what I was thinking. Yeah. And I could see, I, I, I could see where that would be a concern, but yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, if, if where they've been is where you want to go and you admire the way they got there and the character they, they have and the way they've gone about it, um, yeah, I'm with Teresa. I don't, I don't think age, uh, would be much different. Even it's like, sometimes people think about their parent, like their parents yeah. in their mind's eye, their parent is, but that's, it's the mentor thing is a much different thing. They're not going to look at you It's going to be a whole different take on, on what you're doing or where you're trying to go. So I, I don't, not only do I think it's a good idea, I encourage it. I think that I that's agree. a big span of difference in age that, really won't, won't, won't matter. Um, you know, and I yeah. don't look at it as like a lifetime thing, you know, even if, if, if a couple of years or six months, even, um, you can you know, what you can learn yeah. from that person and they will, and believe me, when you get to our age, we love being able to talk to younger people and help and nothing, you know, that's the other end we haven't talked about, which is, you know, the, the teacher always learns more than the student. Always. And so we have a, oh, yeah. my, we're having a storm here. My lights just went out, so I hope I don't lose everybody. Uh, and I am from Georgia, so I am probably going to butcher the name of the young man <laughs> that wants to speak right now to Sir Conta. So I apologize ahead of time, but go ahead and, and tell us your story or ask your question. <laughs> Uh, sure. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, yeah. So I just got this question uh, instantly pop over in my head. I mean, I joined late, by the way. I joined probably 20 minutes after the session started. Okay. So I unfortunately couldn't um, uh, couldn't get to hear uh, much of it uh, before Alexandra asked her question. So here is my question. Would uh, finding a mentor in your workplace, probably a manager, for instance, account for conflict of interest on their part, on the manager? manager's part in this instance. So I'm going to ask you to repeat the question one more time because you were going in and out. Um, okay, it should be better now. So here is the question. Would finding a mentor in your workplace, uh, probably your, uh, your direct manager, account for conflict of interest on their part? Mm, great question. So yeah, our... Yeah. 
is the finding of someone within your workplace, if it's a manager, is that a conflict of interest? First of all, I think you have to know the culture of your company. I can tell you I have had mentors within my industry, and I'll mention the word character. I'll mention the word integrity. You know, you want someone that you feel will withhold your will will hold your confidence and not someone that can place you in a punitive position or a position of, you don't want someone that is holding their power or their level of authority over you. So in my mind, that comes down to, is this person of character that you can trust? It's got to be somebody, and Keisha, I see you, we'll get you next, somebody that you know, like, and trust. Al, what do you think? No, that's true. But I, I think you do need to be a little, uh, it does go to culture in a company, but you know, that, that manager worker relationship, you know, I, I think it's important. I think it's a uh, one that, that does have qualities of mentor mentee, but, um, I, I'd be a little leery of it. Um, I, by, without knowing all the facts, but, um, Certainly, there are, are very, like you said, people of integrity that, that you want that you work with and that you want to look up to and and follow in their footsteps. So there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but you know, all the things at workplace. Depends. Yeah, there's a lot of workplace politics you want to be careful of. But at the same time, I like to think that most managers should. I, I don't necessarily like the word should, but they are mentors just by definition yeah. of their job. Yeah. So I would hope you have a manager that's open to that. And to me, the litmus test um, would be to ask them, you know, just have a frank conversation and see how they respond to that. That's a great question. And anybody else's, Al and I are not the resident experts here. Um, So anyone else that wants to chime in, please feel free. That's a great question. Keisha, you want to chime in or ask a question? I actually have a question, and okay. first of all, thank you so much for allowing me to speak here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in your careers, everybody that's on the panel right now, um, I'm still a little, you know, junior in my career, and I've always wondered, you know, what what do people do when you know you find a mentor or you're paired with a mentor, right? Maybe it wasn't really your decision to be paired with that person in the workplace. What do you do if they start to sabotage you or have, have any, has anyone on the panel been sabotaged by a mentor? Uh, I, I could, um, that's a whole nother yeah. conversation. So the short answer is yes, I have. And mm-hmm. it's very painful. And you find that when that happens, you have to navigate those waters very carefully And I'm going to say this because I'm a female. Sometimes us women are the worst at doing that. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. So I'm open to other opinions. But it it just seems as females, I don't know if it's because we get to the top and we struggled so hard to get there. We're afraid to help somebody else get there. I don't really know the answer. But you have to hold your head high, Keisha, and know that you're headed in the right direction and tactfully withdraw yourself from that relationship. If it's a mandated mentor, then it becomes an HR issue or a manager issue, but you got to be able to not, we have a tendency sometimes if we're junior to make ourselves small because we don't think our voice matters and your voice matters Even if when you speak up with your voice, there's not a great outcome and you may need to leave the company, you may, I I don't know. But when I found my voice and used my voice, it usually turns out well, even if in hindsight, I have to see it turned out well. But I have been sabotaged by people I trusted and depended on uh, to particularly come to mind but I spoke my voice in a tactful, respectful, you know, integrity, all of those things. But you can't just shrink. 
you you have to use your voice and i know that's easier said than done but it it will bode well for you for the future of your career al i i would just refer back to your earlier statement uh which was trust your gut so if your gut tells you there's games being played or, or there's another alternative motive to what this mentor you have uh your, your gut's probably right. That's yeah, that, but it is tricky. I, it is very, it, it, it's in my experience, it's 50 50, you know, and uh, those aren't great odds. But not knowing any more of your situation, that would be my input. Yeah, and this will be a good time. Uh, I know we, we are to give you our contact information. And uh, again, I'm Teresa Rand. If you've just joined us, and you can reach me at teresarandconsulting.com. If you go to that um, website, you can find all of my contact information. I'll be glad to connect with you. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I'll be glad to have a conversation. I'm at the age where I feel an obligation to give back to younger people to help them navigate the waters that I've navigated. Some well, some not so well. But And Al, where can we contact you? Sorry, I got cut off briefly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... I Al Smith, Al Smith Pro dot, uh, at gmail.com is a way to get a hold of me. Um, I'm certainly, in, uh, if you're in, in the entrepreneurial space of any kind, I, I, uh, I coach several people on marketing and, and ways to grow your business and um, kind of live in the entrepreneurial events yeah. world. Um, but that's Sarah, cool. don't go away. I see you out there. Yeah. So, are you ready? Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, thanks again for hosting this and for allowing me to speak on this subject or, and ask a question. Mm -hmm. um, I actually had a similar question along to the other two that just asked along the lines of when you have like a mentor, like, okay, so let's say you're in a corporate mentorship program and your mentor is voluntold. To become a mentor, and you find out later on that they clearly do not want to be a mentor for whatever reason. Um, maybe it's a matter of they see it as an extension of extra work that they yeah. don't want to do, or I'm not sure. Um, so that that person only happened to me, so I I withdrew from that kind of. Um, environment um, but in the future whenever I I'm still currently searching for a mentor so what kind of advice would you guys give to someone to position themselves in a way that they're searching for a mentor but there's also perhaps some kind of incentive for the other person to want to be a mentor if that makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Um, and I don't know, you know, without having all the details, when you say you withdrew, you know, want to make sure you withdrew, but you didn't sabotage yourself by doing that. Sometimes we got to play the game. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go back, and I don't know if you were here earlier, to that might be a place where you, <laughs> you work with the mentor that you're forced to work with, within parameters, but you mm -hmm. seek a mentor outside of your work, outside of your industry. And you do that by joining the Chamber of Commerce, going to networking, you know, those type of things and introducing yourself to people um, so that you can find other people. A mentor, in my opinion, and I'll, um, I'll give you a second, should not be seeking anything in return. If they're seeking something in return, uh, I, I'm... I'm that's probably not the right fit. When I mm -hmm. mentor people and, and the people that I've had that mentored me, I can't think of one other than those two I talked about earlier that were trying to sabotage me. <laughs> those notwithstanding, <laughs> the people that I still count as my mentors through the years were not looking for anything but to offer me guidance and help. They were not looking for anything in return. Al? Yeah, uh, Sarah. Quick question: What 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 field are you in? Um, I'm in IT in the financial services industry. Mm. 
Okay, yeah, that's a tough competitive yeah. <laughs> world there. Um, yeah. I, I would. Have you? Are you a member of any? Um, you know, industry groups or uh, associations, associations or national groups, um, or local groups. With COVID, I've joined nah. like minor things like on right. LinkedIn, yeah. but nothing formal like in person. My my advice to you would be to look for an association. I would do a fair amount of research on the computer and see, you know, what what see one that might fit. Maybe usually those types of groups will put up different speakers and that type of thing. So there's a kind of a two step approach. One is that you that you join one of those groups. I was talking earlier about you know seekers. If you're in a group of seekers, then and you'll find. I think you'll naturally find somebody in that group that uh, you can lead towards being your mentor or the group as a, as a whole can help mentor you just in, by what they do. But I would look for something outside of your workplace, um, some type of association that, uh, you know, that you can relate to and feel like you can be part of and, and get involved in it, not just join, like, a lot of times people just join something to say they join something, but like join it with, with your heart and your soul and get involved in it and, you know, volunteer and do things. Even if it's, even if it has to be in these times, you know, a Zoom call or something. But mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, if that's the field you want to be in and you want to grow in, I, I would look that that work, the place, your own workplace can be full of landmines and, People yeah. <laughs> with their own motivations and wanting to get, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just unfortunately a natural thing, but these associations kind of take a bigger picture. Yeah. And it could lead to you growing into to, or finding a, a company you like better. I, not to say you don't like the one you're with, but um, mm-hmm. just kind of give you a broader perspective of what what's out there. Sarah, I have, I, this is my second fishbowl. And the first one I did with a lady, uh, she was an, she is an IT specialist out of New York. And she really thrives on helping females in the IT finance world. She's been highly successful. If you will um, reach out to me through Teresa Rand Consulting, I will connect you with her. She's done a TEDx talk. And she is all about helping young females in that whole IT space. Incredibly bright, incredibly open. And I would love to make that introduction for you. So if you will go to Teresa Rand Consulting, my email there is there. My phone number's there. Um, I will connect you with her. And I promise you, 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 will, you will adore her. And she can give you some advice in the world you live in. Okay, awesome. I so appreciate that. I would Thank love you. to do that because that, that is right up her alley. So, all right, awesome. Thank you. Anyone else? This is awesome. Anyone else have questions or comments or stories, success stories or not success stories? <laughs> I do have one more question if I'm allowed to ask that. Absolutely, you are. But first, yeah. would you pronounce your name for us so we know the right pronunciation? Yeah, sure, sure. It's everyone calls me Tushar. You can leave the Kanta part. Okay, um, good. Tushar, yeah. I can do that in Southern. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we we have the same initial to go with that. Yes, perfect. Yes. So uh, my question this time around is rather basic. I just wanted to know what's the biggest turnoff for you to when you are deciding on a mentee. Hmm. What? I'm going to re- repeat. Yeah, I'm not sure. sure I got it. Can you say it one more time? Uh, so while you're picking a mentee, for instance, uh, right. what's the biggest turn off for you? When I'm picking a mentor or a mentee? Mentee. mentee. Okay. Yeah. So if you're I'm looking... For a mentee, you know, I'm, I'm going to sound like yes. a broken record here, but it really is someone that I have a connection to. First of all, it's someone that I think I have tools in my toolbox that I can help them. You know, and I'll use Sarah as an example. I can help her navigate mentor mentee, but 
to help her navigate that in the world she's in? Maybe not. I was the CEO in the nonprofit world. Um, so maybe I wouldn't be a good fit for Sarah, but I can connect her to someone that's a good fit. So I think it's, I'm going to go back to connecting with them, using your gut and being willing to say, this isn't working or, you know, tactfully break yourself away from one. Don't waste six months or a year with somebody that you just don't have that connection with. Move on because it's better for you. You're not wasting your time or theirs. Al? Yeah, I, I think that's true. And I think uh, I think there's a natural process that occurs without um, almost like dating, right? It's almost like, you know, yeah. it's kind of you're a, a, an attraction that goes unspoken because of common interests. So assuming that there's a common interest and, and there's some value to the relationship for both mentor and mentee, what I look to always for me is people who are passionate and driven about whatever it is they're doing. Because that's how, that's how I start every day is, with, is a whole lot of passion and drive to, to do the things that, that I want to do and make a difference. And when I, can, um, when I come across people like that, uh, it, it, there's a natural connection that I think comes out of that. Because what I don't like, you know, from my end is I, I don't, I've dealt with a lot of really smart people with a whole lot of talent that just weren't all that motivated. And, and uh, it's kind of a non-starter for me. So um, I naturally gravitate towards people who, who are real passionate about um, and real driven about what, what it is they're doing where I can connect and help them. Yeah, great. Hater, hater, is that the right pronunciation? Do you, you have a question or a comment? Nope, we can't hear you. Okay. All right. Anyone else? While we're, let me just take, we're in our last 10 minutes, but I just want to reiterate um, or iterate again. I'm Teresa Rand from the Boss Lady Community. Where I run a podcast called the Boss Lady Podcast, and Al Smith is my co-host. Up yeah. oh, there you go, Hater. We can hear you now. Go ahead. Hello, my name is Haider. Uh, I'm from Iraq, and uh, I study law, actually. And uh, I'm coaching a team in international commercial law. Uh, actually, my question is, how can I build my reputation? And uh, I'm just a student right now. How you can build your reputation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. Really good question. Yeah. And I, I think... Um, I kind of fall back on what I've said a few times, which is, you know, get involved in, um, if there's organizations in the field that you're in, uh, you know, seek some out that, that, that you have an affinity to or like, um, you know, I think a lot of that happens now in college is people that, you know, when they hire people out of college ain't so much your GPA as it is, you know, how, how involved are, are you willing to get and, and, and learn outside your, you know, just your little bubble that you're in. So I, I would recommend that um, maybe some civic, some type of civic group, mm -hmm. or just some way where you can help people outside your immediate area. I think um, it's a kind of a, you'll get more out of that than, than you'll give, even if you give a lot. So I always recommend that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. And just to kind of recap some of the things we've said, you know, go with your gut, make sure you have a connection, whether you're the mentor or the mentee. If you're the mentor, you don't want to waste time trying to help someone that you don't have a good connection with. So go with your gut. You want to be, find someone you can know, like, and trust. You also want to be someone that others know, like, and trust. And you want to be a good mentee. You want to be coachable. You want to be open to listening to others' advice. Doesn't mean you have to take it. But you do have to listen. And it's not the time just to vent, although there is a time for that with a good mentor will allow that to a certain degree. But you really have to have to do a lot of listening. Uh, actually, other. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, uh, actually, I, d I do. Uh, 
that right now because I, I uh, teach the students without um, mm. routine uh, anything. And at the same time, um, I, I make an action with foreign lawyers uh, to be my mentor, as I, I can to say. And uh, I got the approach and maps and a plan to teach these students and to improve them. Uh, at the same time, it is my goal to improve my students, and I'm looking forward to make my reputation and be, uh, as I can say, a successful lawyer. Right. Yeah, that's great. And that's the attitude you start with, being willing to help others without getting something in return. Just do that for, you know, just keep doing that. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't pay, immediately. <laughs> it doesn't pay off immediately. You got to do it for a while. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I think we have Don. Hey there. Um, joined a little bit late, but figured I might be able to add some value. Is there uh, any specific topic other than men? I got disconnected for a minute. So Don or. Yeah, no, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's it. Mentorship is, is the topic. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Is there um, anything specific regarding mentorship or is it just in general? Just about, uh, you know, how to seek a mentor, how to find a mentor, how to be a mentor, how to be a mentee uh, equally. Um, so anything in those lines. Okay, cool. Yeah. So um, actually something that I did at the start of the pandemic last year when just about the entire world went virtual and uh, a lot of the industries got impacted, like hospitality, transportation, um, entertainment. I actually started um, a Discord, which if you're not familiar with that, it's kind of like a Slack uh, or Microsoft Teams for gamers, and basically turned it into a uh, technology learning hub so that people could learn uh, basics of cloud, Linux, SQL, and then uh, some of my other colleagues in the tech industry that were big in as like software engineers, AI engineers, um, you know, they had a lot of skill sets that I didn't necessarily have. So we basically created a community for people to come in and learn uh, whenever they wanted to completely for free. Um, and I don't know if anyone would be interested, but if you are, you know, feel free to connect. But um, yeah, I, I I'd be very interested to connect with you, Don. Uh, can you uh, give me the Discord handle or the uh, is it all listed on Discord? Um, yeah, so if you actually just, uh, I think you can connect with me here on Fishbowl and anyone else that's listening, feel free. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I've, I've got a bunch of resources that can help you. And then I've also started uh, mentoring people. I've helped a lot of people get jobs. And I've actually started to turn into a small side business. But it's, it's really gratifying to see people. Um, grow and I find that learning both from a mentorship aspect of uh, like learning technical things becomes a lot faster than doing it on your own not really understanding what's relevant what isn't um, and then it's also really gratifying to know you know people sent or someone sent me a text message uh, last week it's saying me. oh okay I just said yeah I just uh, sent you a DM. perfect uh, just seconds back. Sure. If that's okay. Yeah, I've already sent it. That's great. And see, that's an example. I can't remember who asked the question about the age. I can tell you, I have three people on my team, and two of them are 15 plus years younger than me. And without them, I would not be running a successful business right now. <laughs> because I, when it comes to the technology I yeah. think you guys that are younger than Al and I, which looks like it's most of you, don't underestimate what you bring to the table, even if it is someone you're mentoring. You have skills as millennials or whatever you are, you have skills that we do not have. And as we get older and we're trying to stay in the workforce, we have wisdom that you don't have, maybe, our life experiences. But there are so many skill sets, the way the world is moving so quickly, that we do not have. So you can be a mentor and a mentee with the same person. Don't underestimate what you bring to the table. Um, Teresa, I agree with that. And I think another, another really important aspect to touch on, um, from either a mentorship aspect is that you can mentor 
someone in multiple ways. So one example I can give is, you know, for my specialty, it's technology. I can't really go outside the realm of, you know, anything as far as like a hard set skill. However, you know, when I look back on, you know, when I was either first starting out my career or going, you know, getting my education, you know, I made a lot of mistakes mm -hmm. and my main goal that I'm like really focused on is how can I help other people either avoid those mistakes or make their path more efficient or help them save money in the right. long run. Uh, so, you know, whether it's from an educational aspect of helping others learn from my mistakes or let's say someone's trying to break into the, to the job industry, you know, I can help them with, you know, I've, I've had a lot of experience interviewing, whereas people fresh out of college may not have right. that. And I can, teach them or give them examples of, Hey, you know, this is the stuff that I encountered or, you know, simple practice interviews. You'd be, you'd be shocked and surprised when you start hearing yourself. If you record like your own yeah. interview session, how you sound then, you know, when you're actually in the interview focusing on, you know, not necessarily getting everything right, but just right. presenting Absolutely. it. In the, in the correct Absolutely. Well, we're down to about our last three or four minutes. Uh, so again, I want to be sure to give you my contact information. It's TeresaRanConsulting.com. You can find out how to reach me there. Al Smith, you want to, I know we have um, Babar. You guys, I, I need some like Jills and Sams and names I can pronounce. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize. But Al, why don't you give us your contact information? Then yeah. we'll go to Babar and yeah, well, we'll just go from there. I know we have a lot of of, of women listening, a lot of young women, looks like. So I highly recommend you check out our podcast, um, Boss Lady podcast and listen to it and also look into Teresa's group. I, I uh, If you're looking for marketing help with a small business, um, doesn't matter where you live or what you do or what the business is, love to help you. Contact me at alsmithpro at gmail.com. And uh, let's, did we lose him? No, Babar is still there and then we have Danny. Oh, okay. Grab, okay, grab Babar. Oh, there he went down below. Okay, Babar, go ahead. And what you got? Hi, Teresa. Hi, Al. And hi, everybody else. Can yes, you hear me? Yes, we can. Yep. Fantastic. So, yeah, I write it B-A-B-A-R, but I pronounce it B-A-B-E-R, so it's Barber. Barber. Okay, thank you. Uh, sure, no problems. And um, so, yeah, I had a very specific question, and I was hoping you could just touch upon it. Uh, thank you for hosting the session. Um, are you? Is, is it is it more effective to actually have a goal-oriented mentor? Or a general mentor-mentee relationship? Do you think it's, uh, for example, I'm currently trying to break into product management, uh, having a background in program and project management. So in that context, I wanted to speak with someone who, did, who could guide me in that, who could guide me in that way. So that's very specific to a thing I'm trying to achieve. But do you, or do you think it's more effective when you have a long-term relationship with someone who knows you over a period of time? rather than a transactional one issue based uh, guidance mentorship wow. just a thought that's on a that. great Love question you. and um i think you can have both i think that based on where you are you probably want to focus most on a goal oriented someone that speaks your language in your industry is what i mean by your language with somebody that knows the industry, the product industry, but don't discount somebody that just has general knowledge. Um, I know there are times I've had a coach that helped me define my business down to how do I price, how do I market, but then I got a very general coach with how do I go to the next step. So it really depends on where you are and just, again, just that short two-second, 30-second question, I think you're in a place where you need a goal-oriented um, mentor. Al? No, I would agree with that, and I know we're running short of time, so let's jump to Danny. Hey, um, I was just wondering. Go ahead, Danny. Oh, I was just saying, I, I just saw that this was being recorded. So I was, I was wondering um, if it might be available somewhere because I, I walked in a little late. So I was, I was hoping to catch like the first half or whatever that I missed. Well, Rachel, can you answer that question? 
<laughs> so, um, Help. Hi, I'm Rachel. I work for Fishbowl. Um, so we're, we're working on um, getting them posted. So it is recorded. I, I'm just recording them so that we can repost them. We're going to start sharing um, more to YouTube. Um, so you can also send me a DM on here so I can either maybe get it to you sooner. Um, but yeah, we're working on that right now. So, but feel free to DM me on the, on the app um, to follow up. Perfect. And then awesome. Al and I are working with the producer of our podcast to take the last uh, fishbowl episode that we did and this one when Rachel sends it to put it out as a podcast. Speaking of needing younger people to help, <laughs> uh, Rachel's probably frustrated with me, but we're trying our best to figure out how to get it on my podcast. And Al and I work with a producer that's like 40, so he, he told us he has it figured out. So hopefully they'll eventually both be up on the Boss Lady podcast soon. <laughs> So it is eight o'clock. Oh, Keisha, we're going to take one last person, and then we're we're out of respect for everybody's time. We'll have to wrap it up. But again, it's uh, tmaxrand at gmail dot com. If you reach out to me, I'll connect you with Al. If you'd rather talk to Al, that just makes it easy. Okay. So, um, Keisha. Yeah, I, I actually just wanted to ask about. Uh both podcasts are they on spotify yes we are everywhere i think <laughs> all right because then yep. there's so yes, many bot yes. lady podcasts i know if you look at my picture it's the you have to put the word the in front of it the boss lady podcast Ah, and that okay. I know it's in Spotify because that's where I. Yeah, I was gonna say I I think we're on all platforms. When I go and look at our numbers, so yeah, if you have trouble, just shoot me an email, tmaxrand at gmail dot com. But yeah, we're on all of them. So pick and choose. We're about to take a little break, Al and I. We've been at it a little over a year now, and um, we're going to take a little break. I've got a women's leadership conference coming up in September that you can also find out about here in beautiful, normally sunny, although it's storming right now, Daytona Beach. So um, look us up. Al and I love to talk and uh, we're always looking for guests on our podcast and we love doing fishbowl. So thank you guys so very much. Al, it's always fun to be with you. Yep. Appreciate it, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Good night. Hey there, producer Bobby here standing in for Teresa. I hope you enjoyed this fishbowl episode on mentoring. Stay tuned. Next week, we'll have another episode, part two of this message. And until we see you again, don't forget to stop and smell the roses.